What's up, America? It is Wednesday, and it's a fucking beautiful day. The birds are chirping. The snakes are uh, doing what snakes do. The grass is growing. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Division Street Auto. You can catch Division Street Auto at 595 Division Street in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Give them a call at 401-723-7080. Division Street Auto is great. You can get whatever you need done on your vehicle there. You know, from brake pads to engine replacements. They do the works. They're fairly priced, but that's not why I go there. I go there because they run on honesty and integrity and Whenever I get my vehicle fixed or maintained there, I always felt like I can trust him. You know, my, my buddy George is, runs the joint and he takes care of me. So if you need anything with the vehicle, go check him out. You can get 10%, 10% off all the labor when you mention this podcast. And we're also brought to you by Tops Showroom and Gallery and Electrical Distributor. Dis- distributor. Distributor. Give them a call at 401-861-0695. They're at 120 Point Street in Providence. And you can go get them. Um, I'm sorry. Anywho, you can go to Tops. You can get whatever you need, whether it's electrical, connectors, wires, PVC, EMT, pipe. Um, but they also do a lot for lighting. So you can get LED lighting, whether it's indoor, outdoor, landscape lighting, um, under cabinet lighting. And if you don't have time to go down there, you know, maybe you're running a business, maybe you got too much going on. They'll come out and do a field consultation for you and really kind of streamline that process to make it easy for you. So go check them out. Tell them the J2 podcast sent you. We're also brought to you by Onlyville Tire. Onlyville Tire is located at 6 Plainville Street in Providence. You go see the boss name. Her name is Do- Go see the boss lady. Her name is Dory. They've been in business now, I think, since 1923, which is coming up on just 100 years which is insane that a local family-owned business has been able to sustain themselves in a, I would assume it's a competitive market. I mean, when I think tire shops, I think, you know, not the small guys. So the fact that she's able to keep keep shop open there is impressive. And whether you need new tires, used tires, you need to replace some tires, anything tires you think Onlyville Tire, go see Dory, tell her where you heard from us. And next up, we got JW and Son Construction, uh, property management. They do commercial, they do residential, any kind of work you may need done for the home or business, whether it's, you know, cabinet making or I don't know if they do pools. I'm sure they do. Whatever it is, you know, new, um, renovating, hook them up. All right. Give them a call at 401 401- 4874134 Sorry I got my co-host making me laugh That's JW and Son uh, Construction Tell them what you need They can answer your questions much better than I can Last but not least we got DDP And no I don't mean Diamond Dallas Page I mean Donkey Dodgers Poker Donkey Dodgers Poker is a great way To get out of the house and Have some fun and maybe play a game That you've been interested in playing You know poker A lot of people play online but never live uh, DDP is a great way to go out, have a good night for $20. You can get a, you know, a, a dinner. You can play some cards and interact with some people that have some experience. But it's just a fun, casual, friendly way to learn the game or play the game and even win some money. Every night they have um, cash prizes for the winner and top two or three, however you do. Uh, but more importantly, they have s- certain events that if you play and you do well or if you play enough, you can actually win a seat into the main event, which is a $10,000 buy-in. So if you know anything about poker, it's kind of the Super Bowl of poker. Um, just go check out DDP on Facebook. There's all the information there. They run at least one event every night, and they're all over the state. So check them out. 
Let's get it. Time to talk some shit with the J Squared Podcast. Here we go. Ricky, thanks for coming through, man. What up, Rick? What's going on, guys? So, Ricky, guys, if you don't know, he owns Legends Pub and Grub in Cranston. Um, I've been there a couple times myself. Two, three. Two, three. A fucking a month. I would say I'm... I wouldn't call myself a regular, but I'm definitely a repeat customer. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely a regular. Over the years, months. Has it been years? I like yeah. to think that I've only been playing poker for like a year or two. Well, but you, it's you play like you have. Yeah, true. <laughs> Fair enough. I bring that up because uh, just to plug uh, our, one of our sponsors real quick, Donkey Dodgers Poker is regularly at Legend. So it's two reasons to go there. Good food, good drinks, DDP. Speaking of food. That corned beef sandwich was fucking banging. Like, that was, like, probably mm. the best corn. You know, I've been to Irish joints around whatever. In Ireland? I've, yeah, well, I haven't had corned beef in Ireland. Let me move a little so I can see. It's not very popular in Ireland. Oh, it was, Am I good? It was great. It was, uh, that was probably one of the better <laughs> we went corned beef sandwiches. 325 pounds of corned beef that week for St. Patty's. Holy shit. I mean, I, well, I say holy shit. Is that, is that a lot for, uh. We did about three fifty last year, so a little off this year, but that's the same thing. It's a lot of fucking corned beef. I mean, you guys got a, like you know <laughs> the, the thick beef. slabs yeah, of corned beef. Yeah, it wasn't like you know, fucking. I mean, we don't shave it. We cut it a little. Oh, that's it's like whoever's idea that almost. was to do it. We need to promote. A lot of places do shave. They shave it. And stuff. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It's, not what it's we like think. roast beef for like pastrami-ish. and all of our corned beef gets cooked right in Guinness. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Straight up Irish. Who's Whose idea was that? Who's like Pat? He used to own Fitzpatrick's. He, he's a oh. cook, cook for me now, and that's how he did it there. So we do it over here the same way. Nice. Now nice. you wouldn't. Legends is not really an Irish pub, right? No, it's just. But a you're Irish. There's a big ass Irish flag in there when yeah, you go on there. Yeah, it was given to us a while back. So I like that. Aaron Gobra. Do you guys get the um, UFC fights there when McGregor fights or no? No. They fucking whack you if you. What is? Because they they. Pay per view based on capacity, right? Capacity, yep. the amount of TVs. That's fucking that. outrageous. Like cover charge and I don't like doing that. So. It's fucked up. That's fucking crazy. So, so if I, I rented out my house, house hundred bucks. Yeah, hundred bucks. There, it's like five grand. Dude. That's it's fucking insane. well because that's what they expect. They say, hey, you're gonna charge people fifteen to get in. You can hold two hundred and fifty people in here, but fuck you guys. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Why does that the matter? How much make, money I make? make on you, yeah, so. that's. That's wild, man. Both taxes and everything, the same shit. So. How, how long have you guys been over in, in, in Cranston? Like, when did you guys start? Uh, when, when did that business? Five years. Five years? It was a bar before I took it, but we've been there about five years. Oh, nice. I, for some reason, I thought it was longer than that. Maybe it's because it's it seems like a state. It, it was a bar before that, so that makes sense. Yeah. But it what seems it like it's been guys? there for a while. It was Christopher's Pub in Delhi, but he a never really name. had a Delhi pot. Oh. He was half-ass. Christopher's Pub in Delhi. No deli. No. They got rid of the deli like a, probably a year and a half prior to that. Do you, do you like owning a bar? Is that like, was that your like, um, not dream, but I mean, is it a passion of yours? Is it, or is it just like a business <laughs> venture that you're saying, hey, this is a way to make money. I'm going to do this. It's something I always wanted to do. It's either that or a liquor store. So f- something that's like. And I had the money. So you're not an alcoholic, though. We can square that I out, I mean, right? 
He's like, I didn't care what I was going to do as long as it involves selling yeah, alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like beer, you know. Yeah, right. Who doesn't? It's well, like depression proof too. To do and I had the money. That you were Erica, or you mean? So is it your family, or did you and Erica actually? It's, it was me, basically. Oh, it's so you. So. Okay, yeah. But nice. I had the money the time I lost my job that I was at before. I had the money, so it was for sale. The price was right. I jumped in. And if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't do it again. Why? <laughs> Why not? It's just a hassle. And is it a pain in the balls? They don't make it easy on you either. They're up your ass for everything. Taxes. If, if I buy this liability, if I buy this counter at a store, I pay taxes on it. They come in do a tangible tax. I got to pay taxes on it again. Not good. It's, uh, it's inventory. It's, it's like, insane. Yeah. Everything like boss tools. No matter what you have in there, they charge you taxes again on it. <laughs> just like kind of like the car tax, like, like a property year, tax like, just yeah. owning. Man, that's fucked up. It depreciates up. every year. Never mind, you're actually just, just aside point. from your like federal tax and your yeah. state taxes, just yep. yeah. I, I'm not a tax expert, but I know taxes suck and yep. they try to whack you for everything. They do. But so five years ago, you started. It wasn't really a dream, but fuck, you had the money, took the risk. Tell me, like when it, when you were getting it off the ground, did it seem like was it a smooth transition from Christopher's, like the old bar, into yours, or obviously you rebranded everything? <laughs> it's like nope. Did you gut it and start fresh, or well, we got it? He closed actually on St. Patrick's Day, like five years ago, whatever mm-hmm. it was. That way, he's he went through a divorce and whatever. I'm not going to get into his business, but and he just wanted. He already did, so kind of. <laughs> well, he's a dick anyway, but Jesus, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. He screwed me over, so I'll fuck him then. You don't fuck with legends. He sold me the place. Everything went through. Then come to find out, he takes it to Florida. Didn't have some tax paid, so I couldn't get my liquor license. I had to wait oh, this time, paying rent, doing updates to the place and whatever. Wow. And I can't open for three months. It's so, so fucked that the, the the state puts that, like, there. so ultimately there was, like, a lien on his liquor license. Yeah, he did something with some whatever tax it was and took off to Florida and couldn't get in touch with him. He's it's just ignoring It's crazy that that affects you, the new owner. Yeah. You have nothing to do, no ties to him, really, right? You paid for the place, yep. but... It happened, and we sat there for three months just doing updates and whatever and not being able to open. Is it hard to own a bar? Is it, like, so So give us a behind-the-scenes kind of, like, so somebody like me, I never owned a bar. I, have no, I haven't the fucking slightest clue what actually entails, like, I know, like, you have a kitchen, so I, I know that even owning a restaurant, let alone a restaurant and bar, like, you got to be there to prep foods and all this other shit and fucking food handling and clean we're open seven days a week so i mean the kitchen's open from 11 i mean you must literally almost live there and we for the first two years yeah i pretty much lived there because you didn't want to hire people well you you have to hire people but you want to keep people but you got to cut cost as well so you're pretty much a full and a half time employee as i used to be now because i actually have some good employees now so so i can actually get away for a little while right so, are, so are, you, are you the the man, you're the CEO, the well, not the CEO, but I mean like the general manager, I guess, is that yeah. the owner, the, yeah, yeah like I could, you didn't I hire could somebody to take, and yeah. I do it all. Okay, all right, gotcha. That's kind of. helps out a lot with the taxes and all that stuff. Yeah. She handles she bartends. the front of the house stuff. I handle most of the back of the house stuff. And it works work out. together, so that helps out a lot. Solid, solid team. Nice little duo-ski. H- have you ever seen... Uh, and like obviously owning a bar, I'm sure you see a lot of bullshit. You probably hear a lot of bullshit, see a lot of bullshit. What's probably the craziest thing in your bar that has happened? 
off the top of your head. I mean, <laughs> well, let it be let it, bar and alcohol's involved. We deal yeah. with a lot of asshole. I'm sure. Faces, so. Let that marinate. I want to talk like I want to talk about the startup a little bit more. You when you dealt with all the bullshit, when you what was like the when it finally got cleared and you could open. So your grand opening, what was that like? You know, like how did you get the clearance? Did the state like, tell I you? Off my shoulders. We finally got it all done. He fixed his problem. He had. We was able to open. We did it in the afternoon. We opened on the weekend of Saint Mary's Feast. Oh, oh so nice. you, you get a that nice was huge right from the beginning. Yeah. So we did like a soft open and let's say a Thursday night, I think it was, and we were way over. Ex- overcrowded what i expected for yeah. the first night oh i'm sure friends and people anticipating because we've been windows been papered up for six months on three months now windows been papered up right so mm. now once you finally take that paper off and everybody's like oh shit new place let's check it out yeah we got swarmed we got killed that night it was insane yeah good kill though in a good way right? yeah, yeah 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 no problems no, no nothing not at all nope not that night i mean the old owner walked in and he wanted thought he owned the place still, but that didn't happen. So, <laughs> right, it's interesting he's that he's walking would... around taking pictures and this and that. Like, it's like, bro, you know, you don't live here anymore. Nah, you know, we gotta hit the road. That's it. Nice, no doubt. All right, so you got started. Now, was the kitchen open right from the rip? Did you yes. add that on? Nope, after? The kitchen was open. We bought new equipment for the kitchen, and right from day one, we had it rolling. So the tax is obviously a pain in the dick to deal with. Now, when you serve food, isn't that like a whole nother element? Because you have to deal with. Um, like not food inspectors, but well, the something the health department. Even if you didn't have food, they still come in for the bar for bar oh, really? as well. But is it that out and stuff too. Do they hold cool because you're a bar, do they hold um if you serve food, they hold you to the same standards as a restaurant, right? Absolutely. So the food has to be stored at X temperature, yeah. your yeah, fucking of course, yeah. your dishwashing, the water has to be sanitization all kinds so of So much. I've worked in a kitchen, so I'm I'm not familiar with the laws as much, but I know that they pay attention to that shit. Oh, you know, there's thermometers everywhere. Yeah, they come in and probe everything. Like the All right, so check your food. Real life scenario: you're in the back cooking. Nobody's, you know, nobody's back there with you. There's no cameras. Somebody orders chicken. You drop it on the floor. How long can it stay on the floor until you cook it and serve it? It goes right in the trash. Come on, man. <laughs> I worked at a D'Angelo's when I was younger, dude, or Papa Gino's. That's what you and, used uh, to do. Oh, <laughs> fuck. So <laughs> I, hey, I have, I, have a steak, right. I have a steak and cheese, right? And we're fucking, it's a dinner rush, dude. I got the steak and cheese. I'm 20 years, nah, not even 18, 19 years old. I'm a kid. I'm still new to the job. I don't want to fuck up. The boss is there. It's busy. I'd have the steak and cheese. I'm going to put it on the bun. <laughs> hits the ground. I do the old look around, you know, like, oh, fuck. My manager doesn't make eye contact with me, walks by me. He goes, use it. And I'm like, done. You ain't got to tell me twice. Fucking scoop that shit That's up. Horrible, serve it. Man. Oh, it's terrible. That's what do you want to do? What the fuck, man? I, they were already, it's already late. Now he did it for <laughs> everyone. I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> now it's just do them all the same. Everybody's Granted. like, wow, tell the chef I love the texture in this sandwich. Just <laughs> a little kick to it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, crunch. that's fucking sand. That was my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this was, and maybe, man, you've been a Pats fan. This was up at Route 1. I worked on, uh, right across from Gillette, pretty much. Fucking Papa Gino's over yeah, there. But yeah, dude, when it, I was so nervous because I'm like, fuck, like, I, you always, when you're in the in the trenches like that, the pressure, you know, like, I say pressure's on, but, like, if you've ever worked in a kitchen, the dinner rush is, like, there's no time to fuck up, you know what I mean? Like, it's you're as right. busy as it is, you're usually short-staffed, people are starving, you know, it's packed, so when I made that mistake, I thought, worst case scenario, like, fuck, I'm gonna get fired, I'm gonna get fired, this person's not gonna get their food, the restaurant's gonna shut down. Who knows? What? So I was nervous. Well, that's what I mean. You start fucking going. 895. Yeah. <laughs> so I pan. You know, I'm, I'm I'm about to panic when he ever said use it. It was like a fucking weight off my shoulders. I'm like, my boss is the man. Like, that was it, man. I just imagine how many times he did that. 
Oh, right. for sure. How many right. times other people have done it, and he <laughs> yeah. just goes, use it. Like, they're just there's probably, more often, sandwiches there's out probably there. more often than not fucking meat's hitting the ground there, kind of like when I take a piss. Is that the angel still open? <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. know, dude. George could probably check it out. <laughs> um, all right, so that's cool, though. That's kind of how Legends got its start. Uh, and have you changed much over the course of five years? I mean, I, I've seen it for the last two years, and I've seen, you know, like, new coats of paint, slight renovations to the inside. It's You're not... A lot of places will let it really get run down and, you know, get the carpet uh, torn up. Whatever the case is, it seems like your philosophy is keeping it neat instead of letting it get destroyed and then rebuilding it completely. We try to do it at least once a year, usually around July, because we shut down from July 1st to the 4th, usually like four or five days. And that's when you try to throw some fresh paint on, maybe do the floors over it again. No doubt. Just to keep it up there, nice. to keep it fresh. Yeah, I mean, it works. Like, it's noticeable. To come back, you know? When you change that fucking room place. from red to blue, that was beautiful. Big deal. It changed it the whole fucking feel. Yeah. I mean, that's because when I go there, that's usually the room that I used to playing cards in there. But it was like it livened it up. I wonder if the paint actually helps it stay cool, too. I Am I retarded for even asking that? Uh, like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, it's not like, outside. It's not like black or white. Well, I mean, fucking, is, does, does like black or red thing uh shit like harness heat better does it hold insulate heat i don't fucking I, know what i'm saying <laughs> but hey maybe it was a mind trick it felt like when i'm in there it's blue it's cool in here it's cool it was a cool color so i painted it red to be hotter yeah man well fucking saying. i don't know man i don't know what i'm saying at this point so you know i think a lot of people they have a dream of own like whenever you ask somebody when they're younger hey if you own a business what would it be they'd be like i, I want to own a bar they think it's kind of like just say, hey, you walk around and talk to people and Towel money just flows shoulder. in. Yeah, just, Towel over your shoulder. Yeah, exactly, right? It's, money just flows in or whatever. Not what is it all. <laughs> no. I know. I'm sure it's a <laughs> lot of fucking work. Has there ever been like a time, let's say on a busy night, a weekend or something like that, where it was so busy and let's say you can like almost feel the crowd getting rowdy and you're like, fuck, like we, it's not like we have, you know, police officers here and security you know, bouncers or whatever, anything like that. Because sometimes bouncers can actually uh, give a intimidating feel to a, an establishment mm. as opposed to a security feel. <clears throat> Has there ever been a time when you're just yeah, like, I mean, oh, man, I don't know what to do. Uh, like I said, the vibe with alcohol and vibe, people get balls good. and shit happens. You can usually try to feel that person out. Yeah. So if I'm in the kitchen and then whoever's bartending, they'll usually, hey, come out here and watch so-and-so. He. Mm. Has that look in his eye? <laughs> well, this yeah, guy, yeah, this guy's giving me a bad vibe. Keep an eye on this person. So you just pay more attention to that person and nip it in the butt before something stupid happens. I mean, yeah, we've had arguments, we've had fights. It's it's gonna I mean, yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Right. But immediately, as long as you and get it real quick, get them out. Then all right, let's go. <laughs> is, is that the the kind of uh, what what what's the word I'm looking for? Is that the, I guess, the, the business strategy to like, okay, so like if there is a problem, just get them out of the business yeah, as soon as possible. No, it's out. a fight club because in the back. Again, <laughs> Guys, take it Bring out. them in the back. <laughs> take them to the kitchen. Well, no, some people would try to, you know, like would take the approach of let's talk to them. Let's like, you know, I, I'm, well, I'm with you. I'm kind of like, yeah, just get not, them out of the fucking place. If it escalates, then you're going to have innocent bystanders getting involved mm. and it just gets more of a mess at that point. You don't want right, right. There's oh. people. All it costs time. People get hurt. Costs money. But just so like the viewers know, like obviously this is not a this is not a rowdy place or anything like that. I don't want to give that a percep- uh, at perception at all. This is actually a you know a pretty chill, um, welcoming 
bar. It's a great location too. I mean, right there. Plenty of parking. Yeah, absolutely. It's so nice that you have so much parking. I've definitely went to places before, and I'm like, yo, this looks like a dope bar. Gonna check it out. Can't find a place to park. Fuck this place. Not coming back. Not even getting out of my car. Do you know, um, you know, bar 101 and John out many times, dude. Like I'm like this, and I live 90 seconds from there. I've cruised down. I'm like, oh, let's stop in here tonight. Me and my girl. I'm like, can't find a place to park. Let's go to Corner Pockets. I'm over it. Wow, that's nice. Changed names too. The Ave, the Ave. They're a good spot too. You ever seen chicks make out at your bar? We've seen plenty of that. <laughs> I don't. I'm all fine. Okay, we're watching that as well, so it's fine. That's awesome. <laughs> He's like, see, I encourage it. It's like, if chicks you. make out, they get a discount on the drinks. I like it. It's- You'd be surprised what you see sometimes. <laughs> I, I, I can imagine. I guess that's what I'm trying to really trying to surface here because you, you you have probably seen things that the average person just you know. No, you're right. Doesn't see like you know like it's anything can happen at a bar and you're sitting there. Who knows? Just being like, who knows hey, what this girl's hands doing right now. You know yes, that. right, you exactly. Know, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> let's not get into too much detail. No, let's um, get into of, that detail <laughs> <laughs> of uh, you know who makes an ass of itself at his bar. Um, Lord knows but is there is there anything that you know for not just as a bar owner but a business owner that you you're doing now that's you know successful and it's fine but when you were trying to implement whether it was a policy or a change that was really a struggle and is only successful now because you you know were persistent with making it happen Nothing I can think of the top of my head. I probably worded that as complicated as possible, by the yeah, way. He kind of lost yeah, me there. I thought I was being yeah. grilled for a second. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, is this a setup? No, I mean, like, what was something that was really difficult and maybe you thought, like, oh, this probably isn't going to work out? Like, was there any roadblock everywhere you thought this it's like, might, have it's you, not just, it's just not for me? Always or? paid your taxes? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Because yeah. they will come and show you. I know, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, no. I bet, dude. They'll send a constable right up in there and say, hey. So shut tomorrow, this fucking place down. Gone, you're good. <laughs> really? Is that we'll be dude? here tomorrow to just put a lock on this door until you can get this shit straightened out. That's right, so right, wild, You don't want to be in that predicament, so. Avoid it. No. Now, what, um, how, like, there's so many bars. You know, so many bars, so many restaurants, even in that small um, area. How do you stay competitive? You know, like, how do you, or do you try to compete with other bars, or do you? I don't really try to compete with any of the bars in my area. It's, I do my own thing. Who's your biggest competitor? I mean, in that area, we have, uh, what, five bars in a matter of probably a half a mile apart from each other. Right on the corner there. Uh, we'll have, in that area, Amadeo? we have, we have um, well, he's right next door, yep. Yeah. Amadeo, we got Thirsty Beaver, we got the He's Bull, a cool guy, though, We got Amadeo. 39 West, Knightsville Stadium. Those are all in walking distance from right. my place. So right. there's plenty of bars in that one area. We just need more people to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, yeah. is the philosophy, like, more to, like, hey, come here instead of there? Or is it just like there's enough people to go around and people are just going to go where they want to go? We're all different in our own way over there in that area, I think. I mean, I have, during the day, I have a select group of regulars. They're an older crowd. The bar flies. Retired, like retired mailmen and stuff like that. These guys need someone to go during the day. They're there there five days a week. Yeah, I've been a few few times during the day. Our regulars are very consistent. They are there four or five times a week, sometimes twice a day. I mean, right. Which is great. Twice a day. And they're never a problem. They're always very consistent. What would be the what would you say is the best thing about owning a bar? Like what, what what's what's the best perk? What's the best like kinda it's pretty cool like I drink for free. Bro. <laughs> well that I mean Do you have a retard or something? I, like I guess that's <laughs> the same reason everybody ever thinks, hey, I want to own a bar. I, I, what, what I'm asking is <laughs> 
the, not the obvious stuff. George? Obviously, you get to eat your own food and drink your own drinks. Obviously, but I'm saying like something that let's say uh, uh, our listeners or our our Ricky audience Ricky doesn't wouldn't necessarily know. Like they just wouldn't you know they wouldn't think about that. Like oh that's pretty cool that you have that perk or whatever it is. Well, for me, like it's I said, constant it's partying. For free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's always a party. But for me, I'm different in a way, I guess. Yeah. If I don't have to be there, I don't want to be there. I'd rather not can sit there and that. drink all day. Yeah, I'd rather course. go to another bar and have a few beers there, or go somewhere else to eat. Because your place of business and work, time, and I don't want to be there, like enjoying. Well, not myself. to mention, <laughs> you, it's, it's almost as the owner. Like even if you're there not working, if if I see you there, you're working. Yeah, you know, like most people don't separate you as a person or you as a bar owner. So if, you know, if Eric is busy or your staff is busy, they need a drink. Right. And you're naturally going. If you see somebody waiting for a drink, I can imagine that you're almost seeing that like, hey, that's money they're trying to give me. You know, that's (laughs) that's, money that could be in my pocket. Like, I'm going to go take it. That's a lot of reasons why if I'm not scheduled to be there, I will not be there. Yeah, that's smart. stay away. That makes sense. Like, especially if let's say Patriots run an away game and people oh, come and watch the game here. No, I can't because I can't enjoy it because right. I'm going to be helping so-and-so do this. I'm going to jump in the kitchen yep. and help with that. Oh, the trash is full. Take this out. Yeah, so before you know, you just worked an eight-hour shift. You go do that. <laughs> right. So I can't enjoy a game there. So now I'll go watch it somewhere else and stay home. <laughs> Toilet clogs. You going to handle that? I have. Man, people Most really. I was gonna, say, dude. I, <laughs> really? The the is that is that you being like you being real? Truthful. <laughs> wow. Not that, not DDP that though. That's on Other you, players. dirty motherfucker. Who's bathroom constantly gets clocked? I was gonna. Serious? First of all, who shits at the bar? Get, the fuck, man. Have some decency. Right, Go like home. Private. I've never taken a shit in your bar. I promise you. I just can't do it. Like I know that. I know the type of shits that I take, and I live eight minutes away. I don't even think it's shit, dude. Hey, what, what about throw up? You, people, oh, that's happened numerous times. I can I can understand throw up because yeah. it's almost like oh shit you're sick you can't control it. But when your shit's brewing like you kind of know in advance and yeah. But what if you live far away? I mean, like then go home and shit. Like your night's over. Like I just dude if I'm out shopping <laughs> and I have to take go a shot, you fucking it's sit like in a public pot. Then go back. <laughs> go just, shit and go so back. Go all in. I'm all in. Yeah, I figure I'm something. I'm all in. I got to shit. Maybe it might be just me, but like when I shit, man, it's like. To me, it's an event. You know what I mean? Like I light some candles in there. I take off. Yeah, I take off my shirt. I go it's in the bathroom. Seance. I put a fucking. I put Joe it's Rogan's podcast on, and I sit down and I shit. You know, for a good 15, 20 minutes. Like it's it's a fucking. It's a it's a beautiful. Yeah, it's a nice little. I'm not a small guy. I take good shits. But you know, it's a nice. It's it's my sanctuary. You know, I, I go in there. Some people meditate. Some people do yoga. I have on the a, toilet. Yeah, I have a good shit. You know, I'll fucking put the shower on hot. Get some steam in there. <laughs> It's bro, you're fucking nasty, bro. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm not. Guess guys going about to do it. No, you got vents. You got the fucking throw the fan on. It? Like yeah, you're putting the steam in there and everything. It's just my time, I, and I can't do that if I'm it's at a bar. It's my time to enjoy my <laughs> shit. <laughs> now you flush as your shit. You it do doesn't even smell. Flush? All right, oh, I do. I do multiple courtesy flushes. Yeah. Not, and it's only courtesy for myself too. I'm in there. That's I don't want to smell it. As soon as, dude, the first, the first time I hear a drop, it's flushed. It's flushed. Hey, if I ever leave and I forget, if I say I'm done in the toilet and you notice, oh, you didn't flush, there's nothing but toilet paper in there because my shit gets flushed as it's coming out. It's flush, flush, done, wipe. You're flushing <laughs> and it's flushing, same time. That's all I do, Hey, man. sometimes when you got to take a shit, you got to take a shit, man. You have to drive home and take a shit. That's what I'm telling you. Oh. I would drive home and take a drive shit. Home, take a I shit. Would, there's a bathroom right there. But it's a, first of all, so. Choose one. <laughs> I just, yeah, but think, I think of, 
I, I play poker with people. First of all, these chips are filthy. Everybody's touching these chips. I see dirt under people's fingernails all the time. I know you don't clean your fingernails. Oh, you hope that it's dirt. I, yeah. So <laughs> you're not going to convince me that if you're fit, shit, who knows? everybody sees your fingernails. If you don't take the time to make sure they're clean, there's no way your ass is clean. And if you're going to sit, Where you, going you don't with even. This, bro? Because why am I going <laughs> to sit on a toilet seat that he just sat on with his dirty ass? So He's you, not putting toilet paper down. So you and I'm never not shit in public? In emergencies, I have like an That's absolute emergency. But listen, we're not talking. I'm talking like, hey, I'm at, I'm at the hospital. I just had a baby. My girls, whatever the case is, if I cannot leave, then I'll take a shit in a public restroom. Or get a fucking motel or something. Bro, I'll I pay $60 for that. shit. You'd be in a position where you're you calling it a night just because you got to go shit. He just said he'll Motel six. I need a room for about. Do you rent rooms by uh, third a third hours, twenty minutes? What <laughs> Whatever fuck? the fuck you need. But I think think about the people that some of the nastiest motherfuckers. I can't imagine my ass touching Who something their about? ass just touch. I'm not gonna say names, man. He's right here for God's sakes. <laughs> But anyway, where were we man. going with that? I forgot. Oh, so you got to unclog that shit. Absolutely. You ever had you throw up oh, and shit? Man. That's what happens. I throw up. So I'm the one that's right. stuck And you know what? Hold people on one second. Hold on. Suck I got too, a, so. a great question. If you have to choice, right? You have to choose um, bathroom full of shit or a bathroom full of throw up. What would you rather clean? Shit, because I hope you can't both in the toilet. <laughs> Fair. And it throw shit smells, obviously. But throw up just kind of has that smell where you immediately are almost throwing up yourself. All right. you know, like, have you ever it, been so drunk that you have to do both? Like you're all over and you're like, like man, the, I don't even chick, know what to do. What's that movie? Is it uh, Knocked Up? Where she's like, oh, oh, I got to throw up. And she sneezes it, but she yeah, shits, shits all over the, the fucking wall. That's right. <laughs> That's one of the funniest scenes ever, dude. You're like, damn, she's going to yak. And she's like, oh, I'm better. She just leans over. And that is like the smith. worst fucking feeling in the world. When you're hungover, like being hungover sucks, obviously. You mean being nauseous and having being to nauseous shit. nauseous and having to shit at the same time. And you're just like, Ooh. all right, if I sit on the toilet, I'm going to throw up on my lap. Or if I put my face in the toilet, I'm going <laughs> to shit on my floor. So what do you do? Uh, you stretch your asshole over to the sink. <laughs> you, you just take a shit and grab a obviously. bucket? <laughs> take a bucket? I love those. Uh, you ever the see, obvious answer. You ever, a you ever see the memes where it's like how you shit in a ga- gas station bathroom and it's a dude like spreading his hands out, touching one wall and his legs are on the other wall. So he's like elevated and he's like pissing on the wall and shitting on the ceiling. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's how gas station bathrooms are. But I've, I've seen that that uh, functional bathroom pretty bad, man. And it's like, dude, I don't. If I go to, like, I won't lift the seat up, you know what I mean? Like, I just go and take a piss. But if I... You're talking if, about listen, other people. Hold on. If, if I, you know, if I dribble a little bit on the seat, I still wipe it. You know, even if it's a couple of sprinkles, I still wipe it. So the fact that some people could just, like... Bro, I feel like they're just pissing everywhere. <laughs> like, yo, that's right. on the wall. Like, why some is people can't even wall? see their dick. That's the problem. You, you don't need to... Listen, that's no excuse. You it don't is, need to be able to see you your dick. You grab it. You don't need to be able to see your dick. You just need to be able to, to see where... where you're where, aiming. You need to be able to see where the piss is hitting. You don't need to even see anything yeah, or grab it. If the if piss is hitting there, just redirect. What if it comes redirect. out and hits over there, well, now you got piss over there. Then back up. Angle well, your... Yeah, but I know angle the piss is already over there. The piss is there. You, yeah. Then wipe it. I think just by the volume, the amount of people that are in that function room, et cetera, et cetera... 
that obviously there's there's always going to be you can't keep up that like you'd have to no. literally hire a fucking a, a century. You ever consider that? <laughs> you go to a strip club or anything? That, oh, the, yeah, somebody in club. cologne and fucking yeah, you fucking hand out a little Oma, have Oma with a little moist <laughs> yeah, towel yeah, left. Everybody that comes out, fucking dude. hat, <laughs> have a towel wrapped on. It's so funny. I uh, I remember one time I was looking for a job and uh, I was a little younger, maybe like nineteen or twenty, and I saw a valet. You know, like nightclub valet, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty dope. Like, just park cars. It's an easy gig. Like, running back and forth, get tips. Click on the link. That's what they call the bathroom attendant. It was like a nightclub valet. It was just like you know, assist customers with hand towels and cologne. I'm like, what the fuck? You're like, the official shaker. <laughs> some, some condoms and chewing gum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So here you go, bud. Here you go. <laughs> it's wild. You're like, man. No, no, that's the condom. Take that out of your mouth. You remember being younger and going into like. If you had to go into, like, Stop and Shop or Walmart or something, they had those machines where you could pop a quarter in and they'd have condoms in them. You ever see those? Oh, yeah. Those are like truck stops. So. My brother asked if he just got mm-hmm. one. He wants me to put it in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> really? You should. It's like a novelty kind of thing. They're 25 cents. You, you need yeah, more than that for a condom. Too much money. How much is it? I haven't used a condom in, like, 12 years. Well, a 25 cent condom. See, the thing is, though, if it breaks, it's going to cost you fucking hundreds George, how of much thousands is a, how much is the av- years. Well, how much, how much <laughs> is the average pack of condoms? Bathroom. I'm going to poke a hole every fourth one or so. We're going to see what. <laughs> oh, <take> man. <laughs> <laughs> That's huh? horrible. $500? What? It's $500, bro. What did for you what? just say for a pack of condoms? What? No. I said like 5 or $10. It depends. Yeah. You don't use condoms, you fucking nasty you bastard? You got a pack for like, I don't know, four bucks for three of them or something. I don't know. So you can't. Do you think that's. We're all like, yeah, we don't fucking use condoms. Well, like. I mean, we're all in monogamous. I, well, we hope, anyways. We don't know shit. What are the girls doing right now, huh? Where are all the girls at? Who I don't knows? Know. They're using but condoms. That's. <laughs> I think that's probably one of, I, to me, that's my, forget the kids, forget the meals. Not having used condoms is probably the best um, not having used benefit. condoms. Benefit. Not having <laughs> yeah, to use, use, not having <laughs> to use condoms. Listen, you got to save money when you can. <laughs> not having to use money. condoms is probably the best benefit of being in a relationship. It's you been so long. His laundry room, he's got them all hanging. Oh, man. <laughs> the used God ones. <laughs> like, hey, don't use that one. It's still wet. <laughs> I just use a glove, and I just, every every time I use it, I just sink it. <laughs> every day of the week. And then Saturday, you're like, mm, not today, babe. Not today. Turn it inside out. Oh. <laughs> God, I can picture it. It's pre-lubed. <laughs> yeah. No, that shit ain't lube at that point, dude. Now it's fucking hard caked on. I can't even imagine cleaning up shit and throw up and piss and... You know, because, like, I, I used to host my own poker game. That's only 10 people, right, in my, you know, it's using mm. my facilities in, in the house or wherever, and I used to have to clean up shit. I can't imagine hundreds of people over a course of a day. Man, me Sunday on an average like, Sunday, fuck, you got 100 something plays in that room for the most part. Especially when they're there all day and they've been drinking since early. Yes. Now they're drunk. Now they're sloppy shit at that point. <laughs> you sloppy, dirty motherfuckers, you. The other reason, too, is... uh. That I couldn't shit in a put, especially in the the way that your spot is set up, is it's right there in the mix of the poker game. So the way this room is, it's a function room. There's probably about thirty people in there, and the bathroom. Yeah, the bathroom isn't like away from it. It's ten steps. You know, so people are going to see you go in the bathroom, be in there for, you know, well, if I rush it, you, if, you I rush 15, it if I rush it, if I rush it, you got to be a quick eight to 12, point. eight to 12. I can get in and out of there if I need to, you know, hey, you were in the military. Be tactful. You got to prepare. You go in there dog before you fucking you leave. And ready. then that place is going to, you know, you can courtesy flush all you want. But sometimes, you know, the, the stench is just too relevant, too uh, prevalent. There's probably a bottle. People of come out of there. What kind of podcast is this? I'm going to be fucking. I'm so nervous that everybody be like, you just took a shit. 
And now that's going to be the talk. Josh just took a shit. That's going to be Josh, the talk of the so night. I'm not going to. Josh is going for 20 minutes. You know what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Nah, it's at least 40 minutes because I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home and coming back. I'm like, are my chips still in play? What's going on here? No, I'm sorry. I'm, I've never had a problem in there. And, you know. What's a shiny head? We, we went again really long, bro. <coughs> Whoa. Just to have a, a drink and. Uh, yeah, tell what, you what, he, I've never been that to that fucking sandwich he got. That um, that corned beef sandwich, dude. That was like when I first started doing I'm doing that keto diet, so like no bread, no pasta and shit. And he ordered that, bro, and it made me just reevaluate and think of not doing that diet and saying, what the <laughs> fuck? "What's a heart attack?" Like that sandwich looks delicious. It did look I'll banging skip though. this week. <laughs> yeah, nah, so it, it's good. Let me ask you this: Do do your friends and family uh, are they supportive of your business or or do they expect? You know, free drinks. Free. Nah, they're all very supportive. Okay, good. That's so they good. come in and they just pay. Yeah. I I, yep. I read um you know like just fucking scrolling Twitter or whatever. One of the best things that I my favorite memes is if you have a friend or somebody that just started a business, if they charge five dollars for something, fucking pay the five dollars. Don't ask for a discount. You know that's how you support. Like too many people when they find out their friends are in in an industry, they say, oh, I'm gonna go there for the hookup, which I do, but I go because I expect that I'm going to get great service, you know? Like, my friend uh, does T-shirts, and I don't go to him saying, hey, can I get a deal on the T-shirts? I go, hey, I need this many T-shirts made. And the, whatever the price is, is just the price, you know? I'm not going to ask him for a discount. I just, you know, like, I benefit by him, you know, communicating with me kind of informally, willing to meet me for the shirts, or whatever the case is, like... Well, there can be a, a back scratching going on, like, you know, hey, you, you hook me up, I'll hook you up with whatever I do, and, and word like that. You yeah. yeah. Refer with somebody else. <clears throat> he makes my money that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, just, yeah, yeah. it annoys the shit out of me if you know, like, nah, but when I people expect that are on that way, though. right? You know, I'm sure are. you have some friends or people that might just come and be like, I know the owner, maybe I can get some free drinks. Oh, it's just, happened occasionally, but fuck them, charge them double. people out. <laughs> Let me ask you so, what is the pr what is the proper pour at Legends? Is it is it timed out? <laughs> is it is it something that I'm no bartender <laughs> by any means? Okay, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just I'm I'm asking I mean, like every, bar questions like just there's right. gonna be different amount of walls. Some got a heavy hand, some don't. You don't use the exactly. uh, other books. You don't use the. We don't use a jigger. We don't Jiggers? use a jig. We don't your use jig or whatever it's called. Everybody pretty much by eye. Is, any, yeah. is there any Rhode Island bars besides? Is it by eye or shouldn't shouldn't it would like have the big what? corporate bars like your the chilies jigs? and your? Oh no no no! A lot of like places use them. Greenwood End has the this, they put the bottle in the thing. They measure, they measure it perfectly, right? Yeah. It comes out on its own. They just squeeze the trigger and it mm -hmm. comes out. It's measured. Is there more money in in hard liquor than beer, or is there more money in beer? I think there's probably more money in draft beer. There's probably more money in fucking bottled water. That's got to uh, be your biggest big margin. It is a big market. That's a bad dude. It's two ninety nine for a case, and you pay two bucks for twenty four. Two oh, bucks for each one. Stop exposing it. Forty. Man. No, that's that's <laughs> genius, dude. That's obvious. You know, like anywhere you go. Not a case. <laughs> I'm getting forty bottles. In a case. <laughs> oh, all right. Fair enough. You get the big cases. You ain't cheap. <laughs> no, but it's funny that most you know most people don't even realize that. Or like, if you go to a, I went to a bar once and um, you know, like I wasn't drinking though, and the dude gave me shit because I'm like a bottle of water. He's just like that's it. And, you know, nothing else. And I'm like, yeah. And he kind of, you know, gave me that little like oh like he expected like oh this guy's not ordering a lot not getting i'm like dude if you understood the books you know like this is the oh i thought you shit yourself bro it's like uh, you know i'd be back in 20 minutes <laughs> i'm like dude this is the highest margin if anything <laughs> you should on. want me to buy all the bottles of water you know what i mean that's like a, a huge roi but the problem is people don't order a hundred dollars worth of water no. you, you ever had any famous people go into legends like celebrity or oh yeah josh <laughs> b-rod <laughs> b-rod <laughs> 
mean, Omar's pretty famous, probably in his own country, right? True. Yeah. Well, Marchetti's don't don't they have across the street from you? They have like pictures and shit on the wall, right? Of famous people that have been there. But Marchetti's has been there for like forever, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're a landmark in France. Yeah. Right. As far as famous people come in there, let's rephrase that. Who is the most famous person that you've had come in there? Let's let's set the bar at Jay Messier. Has anybody more famous than Messi been in there? I'd have to really sit here and think about this, but for now we'll go with the mayor Messi. <laughs> the mayor? Oh yeah, I always forget he's a fucking councilman now. We're trying to get him on the oh, show. Guido, but he, knows Guido. Guido. Oh That's my true. god, we Guido fucking Benaki. love Guido. Yeah, I heard he got into um, you got hit or something by yeah, a car, right? Hit by a car. Tony said he was getting better though. He's doing okay. Yeah, he's out of rehab. Where is that? He's yeah, a person. where was that? Oh, right there where he lives. Oh. Wow. He's in rehab. He had like a broken Per use, gents. Gotta take a leak. He was pretty fucked up. Wow. Comes the waterfalls, George. I know. Can't you like... Fu- do you th- you're going to go home to <laughs> take a piss? So if he's going long enough, I know what he's doing. Nah, not possible <laughs> in this bathroom. <laughs> Plus we'll all smell it. Right? So I'm like totally, totally curious about... Bar like when when somebody owns a bar like uh, again maybe it's just a dream of mine because I've I've always owned own a bar and I consider myself very social I love talking to people I love meeting new people and in that whole thing um, have you ever had a problem with let's say or l- let me let me put let me ask this way has Eric always been the bartender yes oh okay so from the get go so you've yeah. never there's never been a, uh, a let's say a, a lapse where you're just like you know at this we don't have a bartender or that person's not working out. We need to get somebody else because they suck or whatever, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. She's, she's been there since day one. And even like a couple of times, let's say she was sick and we had nobody else. I've, I've done it. I can do it. I can jump out there and do it. I don't want to do it, but I can. How, how do you guys go on vacations and stuff? And like, who do you, like, do you leave the, the business in somebody else's hands? We or <laughs> Really? We're, I'm, I'm, we're, we're trying to this year in July. We already have a, we have a vacation booked. So, but we close in July for the first week anyway. Oh, right, right, right. Every, every year we do the same thing for the painting and shit like that. And July 4th, everybody's at a cookout. So, right. So it's that always a slow week for the most part. Because I know a, a lot of business owners, they, they have this, uh, uh, general feeling that they can't right, trust yeah, anybody sure. like unless it's family or unless it's you know <laughs> close friends or family and yeah. even close friends you got to watch after even family you got to watch after you know because everybody's trying to even trust right so. yeah so i can imagine you know like that kind of sucks that as a business owner that when you're operating seven days a week that you have to you have to close down uh, well, well let me ask you do you have to close down or is that just the choice because it really is it's just usually a slower week to begin with because of the, the holiday july 4th yeah everybody's no gone going around everybody's having right. out and parties at their house no one's coming to the bar really hmm. i mean it'll be completely slow and dead that week so we just always chose that five days or so to close and we usually do renovations to that point no I, I, I like the fact that you guys have the whole outdoor seating and the music outside. Yeah, the speakers are outside. Anybody I, ever complain about that? I wanted that? to like, ask no, about that. No, no one's. I mean, there's only like one or two houses right there across. It's usually business. Yeah, that's right. That's so, right. Yeah. I mean, behind the bike track, there's houses, but they can't hear about that too much, I wouldn't think. But having um having the ability to have the outdoor patio, that's an entire like different license, is it? Yeah, or you different it's permits called, for that? You get a, um extension permit for that or something, whatever it's called. Is it's, it? There's an additional fee. I would admit, because now you have. Insurance is probably a little yeah. different because people are allowed to drink. Yeah, is there you can a drink outside on the patio? Is that the tables? Is that the limit though, where the curb ends and yeah. the tables are? Yeah. I was going to say because a lot of places, if you have a drink in your hand and you try to step outside, a lot of them have smoking areas. Yep. The second you open that door, they're like, "Hey, you can't bring that drink yeah. outside." No, where with your spot, you're not there at that one area with the tables. No doubt. Nice, nice. 
And again, it's nice to have that pocket lot because we can use utilize that in the summertime. We do cornhole tournaments and stuff like that. So, do the other businesses mm-hmm. ever complain that like hey, you're we, taking up too much or? No. Nope, because mm-hmm. most of the time on a Saturday, the, the bakery might close at two o'clock. They're doing, they're doing. Oh, the preschool, okay, the right. preschool's probably not open. The salon, they're down the other end of the plaza. Mm-hmm. So they don't in our way anyway. You have a really good location. You know, it's. I'm sure it's by design too. You didn't just stumble across that. You no, know, like I used to go there periodically when it was the other place. So that's I know that I heard caught wind it was for sale. So I just no kept doubt. my ear in the loop. Ever thinking about opening a Legends two or like anything like that, expanding kind of like the? Just told you how much yeah. fucking regrets this now. Well, Pretty much I, maxed out at one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got, if somebody were to be willing, so say somebody came and gave you an offer on the bar, and the offer was one way or another good enough for you to sell it. So you got this chunk of money. What would you would you open another bar? Or would you say fuck that and do something else? Everything got a price, so I definitely would sell for the right. No, I know that you would right sell it. I didn't. I didn't ask if you would sell it. Trust <laughs> me, I know you'd sell it. I might. I don't have the money, but you might buy it. Um, my my question is: Would you venture off and do something else, or would you open another bar and build it I up again? Take some of it and try to do something else. Other than that, put some more money back into my four hundred one k, where I took it all out of before. Mm, hey. <laughs> so. At what did you do point, before I'm this? Have to have a future at some point. What did you do before owning the bar? I was in the biotech business at Amgen, pharmaceuticals. Oh, really? I was there for what, what does that mean? When, half years. Uh, when you say you're in the biotech business, like what aspect? Sounds was nerdy. It? So Amgen's off of, um, 95, yep. of six. They pharmaceutical company, pharmaceutical manufacturer, company. I was in ship and receiving over there for them. Oh, nice. For ten and a half years. Nice, nice, nice. That's a very. That's one of. Amgen was labeled like one of the best places to work in Rhode Island, oh, if not in the was. country. Nope, it was. Um, it's at least, and I know in the, like the top hundred, the yeah, best places to work. Successful, great pay, four hundred one k benefits, everything. How'd you but land still that? Not How did you to get into it. that place? Don't you have to like? My uncle fucking, worked there a long time ago, uh, and I heard they was hiring for certain positions, so I just put my resume in, and I got an interview, and right. I guess I wowed him. There you <laughs> go, and I got in. So have you, with the success of Legends, if you had the choice to open something, any kind of other business, what would it be? I've or, or not even opening something new. Is there anything or any plans, anything you want to add to Legends that you guys don't offer now? Not really. I mean, right now we've just been doing a lot of egg rolls. And it's working. Wow, that was really specific. Wait, so, <laughs> that was so, so if I could venture off into something else, maybe a small food hey, truck. And I'm thinking like ah, fucking. See, I like the way you think. Hey, I'm thinking like you know, like hatchet throwing, race cars. Nah, <laughs> now we've been doing fantastic like, with egg rolls. Your room is too small for all of that. <laughs> oh shit! So what kind of egg rolls are you doing? Like what? We've done Irish egg rolls, Italian yes, egg rolls, Portuguese egg rolls. Dude, they're all banging. I can't believe I've eaten them. Steak and cheese. Is that something that you make in house? Yes, everything's made right there. Wow. I see. I that's, see the pictures awesome. that you guys post, and I swear to God, I just I forward them to Sasha, my girl, and I'm just like, this looks amazing. We should try it. Steak and cheese at like whatever it is. I'm like, everything sounds delicious in an egg roll, and it's so much easier for like dipping it in some yep. delicious sauce. Like we've. Those Irish ones. Put anything into an egg roll and people are going to order them. The Irish ones are the uh, shitty some potatoes, right? With that orange kind of Shittis. sauce. No, that wouldn't be Irish. Irish is. What was it? Those are the Portuguese ones? I'm sorry. The, the shitty and the potatoes? Potato and the God, that was fucking amazing, dude. And they got like this. What, what was that sauce that like you dipped it in? Spicy, like a spicy, spicy mayo. Must, like mayo. Damn, my God, dude. Do you make the sauce in house? Yep. They wow. buy that. Sriracha and so, mayo. They mix it some, somebody's a chef, some, right? Somebody has yeah, to be. We've got a couple good guys yeah. in the kitchen. I mean, I, I get creative. They get creative, and I'm, I'm not against their creativity if they want to try yeah. something. Oh, he is creative. What, what did I? What did I order there recently? 
and you were like, want me to hey, throw... Hey, the chef over there, whoever you are. What's I ordered name? something, and I wanted you... I asked for um, pulled pork on it. On and you were like, not, you're like, nay, you're like, we don't have pulled pork. Yeah, so um, so the bartender, she's just like, hey, you know, we don't have pulled pork. He can do bacon on it, though, if you want that. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. Ten seconds later, he goes, hey, man, out of pulled pork, you want me to chop up some pepperoni on that for you, too? Like, just being creative. And then I'm like, fuck you. How are you not 800 pounds from drinking and eating all that food, man? He's fucking walking around all day working. That's why I'm drinking these feasts today. That's only 98 calories. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Hey, these are actually really good. Three grams of carbs, too, guys. A lot daytime they fucking know they're catering to alcoholics like hey if you're ashamed about getting wrecked during the day drink these daytime well, this would be something that i would bring to like days. a beach you Lago know need not that's the co- that's the colors bro those are those yeah, cool colors like that's what i'm saying that's why it's fucking fuck function room is cold like the now other one, they have a new one, the other one new one now is called natter days it's a natural we need is daytime natter days it's oh. a strawberry lemonade beer those okay. are gonna be for the beach because you could it's not right it's i hate it's, the beach you catch me at the beach ever. I don't like being hot. I'm fat. I sweat easy. I don't like sand, and I don't like salt water. I don't, I don't like, like seaweed. Well, hold on. So my brother and I, we went down to South Beach, and down there, there's a big, there's a huge European, well, not even just European, fuck European. There's a huge international influence down there. It's very cultural, whatever. All the chicks down there are topless. Me and my Kubano. brother, we were, we were, we purposely laid out on the beach. Topless? <laughs> well, if that's the case, yeah. Well, we I couldn't keep our fucking beach. head down, though, like... Mm. You know, there's just titties everywhere. Nothing wrong with that. No. no. And apparently down there, I, so this is what I heard. The local, well, some of the locals told me that it is against the law to walk around, I guess, uh, in decent exposure with, with your tits hanging out. But nobody says anything just because, so you're not you know. fucking gay, dude. <laughs> like, well, no, not complain not, about not that, that shit. I'm saying, like. Uh, officer, the, officer. It's the culture down there. Like, I heard titties are out and. It's making me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking what, dude? I lose my mind. Speaking of, so hmm. we get down there. Like, we're, dri- we're driving. We get down there. I get out of the car, and I notice that uh, I'm looking around. I'm like, this is my first time in South Beach. I'm going, man, there's a lot of fucking gay people down here. And like, hey, cool, that's whatever. I, I just didn't realize that there's a fucking whole community population of it's like fucking Florida, San Francisco down there. He went during Pride Week. He doesn't know it, <laughs> bro. Listen, <laughs> not and don't get me wrong. Nothing against you know homosexuals and whatever. I'm just saying, I I was shocked to see that there's a whole community down there. Literally, there was a biker bar, a whole bunch of guys in leather hanging, like just drinking, hanging, you know, hanging over the ledge, the sidewalk. Right over a, a pride flag, and I, I was, just, I nobody told me that. You know what they told me? They told me, yeah, go to South Beach. Everybody's a model down there. Well, were they models or not? You can have gay models. Yeah, dude. If, if you're modeling for fucking the village people, <laughs> <laughs> like so. That's wild. There was that. There was a huge Cuban influence down there. Well, that makes sense. It's right near Cuba, right, Miami. Yeah, Cuba. a restaurant. A short swim. Everybody's playing fucking Gypsy Kings. Oh, whatever. It's Gypsy Kings. It's a you never heard of the Gypsy Kings International. Yeah, anyway, but International um, <laughs> House of Pancakes, motherfucker. Yeah, me as well. I don't know. <laughs> Gypsy uh, Kings. That might yeah. be a weird Irish thing, dude. No, no not it's even. Definitely not. Weird Irish. Filipino Actually, thing. A bunch of brothers that were born in like the Ireland? fucking Alps or something <laughs> like that. French, Spanish, something. They play like Spanish music. I don't fucking know. Omar, where are you? You fucking know <laughs> what the fucking. They're out there with fucking ukuleles and shit. <laughs> They're internationally known. Um... But yeah, there was a whole bunch of all kinds of different colored titties out down there. <laughs> <A lot of, laughs> That's the point of my story. Do a lot of titties get exposed at the bar? 
at Legends. I wouldn't say a lot, but there there has been a handful of titties exposed at the bar. I've never a seen handful it. or more than like. We, well, we it was of... more than a handful, but I'm saying a handful of people may have. Oh, all right. At the bar. In number, in quantity. <laughs> yeah, um, I've never been lucky enough to be there for that. I haven't seen any titties That's there. Surprising, actually. I've well, seen a. Is it weekly? Is it monthly? Is it quarterly? They gave it up for Lent, I think. Is it quarterly that you see fucking tits? That's pretty much weekly. If you, oh, okay. I know it's probably tough. Go to Legends. But what? I mean, you. What's the craziest thing that's happened? Like, it was it a fight? Was it you know three chicks making out on the bar? You know, was three it somebody fucking? Yeah, you know, was it somebody chugging? Uh, you know. A fucking bottle of like what's I just feel like as a bar owner man it's got to be like reckless shit there's been a couple decent fights I mean decent fights people leaving a stretcher and shit like that it oh happens, Jesus you know? that's like more than it's decent happened that's happened a while ago <laughs> that's wild not too new it's pretty scary imagine like you're you're just out especially if you're not like if you've never seen violence like that a lot of people grow up and never see violence that close you know I grew up I've seen you know fights been in fights grew up a punk in a bad neighborhood but a lot of people, again, you know, they, they live to be 50 and 40 or 40 and 50 and they've never seen it. So imagine being 50 years old, never seeing violence that close and you're at a bar and somebody gets beat the shit out of and they leave in a stretcher. Well, yeah, that's that's the whole trauma of it. Well, actually, when you put it in perspective, so like most people get scared of fighting, not necessarily because of the pain, but because once you punch them in the face, it hurts their pride. Like you just punched me in the face. It doesn't hurt to get punched in the face. Have you ever been punched in the face, bro? Oh, I've been punched in the fucking face. It hurts. Have you been punched in the face? No. What, what I'm saying, it, it, it hurts, does, bro. It doesn't it hurt hurts. as much as, let's say, getting kicked in the balls. It doesn't hurt as much as... I'm afraid of that, too. Like, yeah. But I don't like Here's my point. Any so what pain. you're saying, you're saying that, like, you know, the, 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 the shock of, like, seeing violence. People that have been in a fist fight... Most of the time, you punch them in the face and it's like done. Like the, they just get shocked and they're so scared now because you punched them in the face. It's that initial trauma. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Where like you can punch me in the face all day long. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> anyway, go on. What I saying? think I'm 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 more concerned with the fight resulting in like injuries. You know what I mean? Like somebody hits you in the face, you can have a fucking broken orbital, broke your broken jaw. Like that's what I don't want to it's happen. So unpredictable. Like uh, somebody that you could whip their fucking ass, they get a lucky shot on you, or they fucking shoot you. They shoot you. Like yeah, that's where it should be. Today's day and age, you never know. I mean, I, I've turned up How some think, bars like, before. <laughs> I, I see, you know, like a lot of I, a lot of people have that philosophy of like, hey man, if you're. Uh, you know, like back in the old days, we would just fucking use our hands. We don't need weapons, blah, blah, blah. You know, people are out killed. How, what's your take on that? You know, like if two people have a disagreement, then you they know, should like, use their hands. Yeah, now, there's no reason to bring a gun or a knife to a fucking fight. I agree to an extent. But what if, well, what if you have a I disagreement? You. you know, you have a disagreement and this person, you know, doesn't want to fight you now. Like you want to fight him. He doesn't want to fight. He's not, you know, consenting to this like violence on him. You got consenting to violence on him? Well, I'm, I'm just uh, again, I'm trying to look at it from another perspective. So you're saying be the you're, yeah, because not everybody is you know not everybody's like that. Not everybody's just ready to put their hands. Maybe they're beta male, they're bitchy, whatever you want to call them. But not everybody is just okay with saying, all right, let's go and use our hands and do this. You know, like because now I'm I'm trying to tie it to like a Second Amendment because it sounds crazy, but I I honestly think if you're willing to fight somebody and you're gonna take the steps to fight him. And you're gonna continue to hit him, even if he's like, "I'm not about this life." I think he has every right to have a gun and shoot you. 
not you personally, but like just the story yeah, in general. I get what you're saying, but I just if it gets to that point, I mean, you're not going to keep pulverizing this guy for something if he, he's not fighting back, and you should stop at that point. Yeah, but where's that line though? Is it one punch, two punches? I, I think that. As, I think hold on one second. As, the first punch, whether he's going to fight back. Or not. Yeah. No, but him, person, put yourself in his shoes now. You don't want any punches, and you. If I'm, all right, let me put myself in his shoes. So I don't want to fight you at all. You continue to want to fight me. I say, listen, man, I'm not going to hit you. If you throw that first punch, I don't know where you're going to stop. You know what I mean? Like, so at what point should I be allowed to just shoot you? I think the law says that. Anytime you're threatened. Right. Yes. You don't even have to throw that punch. Do you think that's, it's such a tricky thing, man. It's so well, weird. No, but, think about this. So like uh, if somebody's six foot seven and you're sitting down and they're standing over you telling you that they're going to kick your ass, that is, a, or kill you, that, that's, mm. a, that's a threat. That's Whether they threw a punch or not. Right. I, I believe you have every right to cap that fucking dude right in the face. Shoot him right, <laughs> shoot shoot him right, him right in the, in the dick. Face. Shoot him right in the dick. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's, in, in all honesty, like, uh, that's how I would take, it. if somebody verbally threatens you, that's good enough for me. Like, you're. I'm going to kick your ass. Bang. Well, no, I'm not saying I'm going to shoot him. I'm saying, like, <clears throat> you know, if I had to articulate that, let's say, in court or whatever, I'd be like, I literally felt threatened because he's standing over me because he stood up. We were talking. Yeah, we were arguing. Mm. The minute he stands up, well, now you're taking it a little, you know, whatever. Now, imagine having to be the jury on that case. Like, mm, he stood up and you're, you're feeling threatened, but were you actually threatened? That, that'd be a weird one to try. Well, the, the good thing is that the other person, if you kill him, then... He doesn't have his case to say. He doesn't have a say. Just the old, that's just, hey, the old Trayvon Martin case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> George, the dude, uh, what was his name? George Zimmerman? Yep. Just, hey, man, you know, I felt threatened. You know, like, I don't know what his intent was. And, well, and we don't what? fucking know, buddy, because you shot him in the face, so... That case could have went fucking, you know, totally That was a flip-flop. big one. Do you remember when that was going on? That was a big one. If that dude lived through that, there might have been a total different outcome. I got to be honest. I think the I think had he lived, I don't think it would change it much. I mean, how much could it change? But you would hear the other side of the story. No, you'd hear you'd hear his side of the story. You heard the other side of the story from, you know, I think uh, George Zimmerman. If you remember this case. He, what he said and what he did was probably the most damaging evidence against him. You know, him telling the 911 operator, like, I'm going to follow him. Like, it probably wasn't getting any worse than that. Right. Yeah, he was. The only thing that was going to, you know, like that couldn't really get any worse based on what Trayvon Martin could have and would have said. He would have just, you know, cooperated and said, yeah, he kept following me. You know what I mean? Like, what else could he have said? So I I don't know. He could have felt like his life was threatened by Zimmerman. And therefore, that's why that whole fucking thing happened. Unfortunately, Zimmerman, uh, or not, unfortunately for Trayvon, he's the one that died. And now he, mm. there, you can't hear his story. But it could have been like, he, he actually could have felt like his life was threatened because he has this random strange guy Just following. following him and pursuing him. I would have felt that way. Dude, that shit took over the fucking media, man. And that was before social media was as huge as, as it is now. What do you have to come? Candy on or something, Skittles. They like, was pulled a gun. I think I think Skittles was the something. thing. Yeah, he was like yeah. drinking syrup or something. No, it was Skittles, <laughs> Skittles, and an Arizona iced tea. Yeah, yeah, because I remember for a big, you know, a big, uh, for a long time, people were kind of painting pictures, murals of him and shit with Skittles. What do you guys think about the, the reaction? To, I, mean, I know this is an old case, but what do you think about the reaction 
that society had to that case was that is that it was expected justified it was expected you know like well, uh, a large part of the right. one community you know half the country it's dividing yeah. you know because half the country thinks that hey he should go to jail for killing this kid the other half thinks that like hey man like you have to prove that it wasn't self-defense you know and it's a really tricky thing to do especially when somebody can't speak for themselves like you said do you think it's justified um i wouldn't want to try it i'll tell you that i, I try to put myself in, in his shoes i mean i think what he no, did was, i'm saying the reaction so like this this happens what reaction the there are two different reactions the societal reaction there are two Any different reactions okay both of them whether people are saying it's justified it's not just do you think that that both sides actually have a a point or a case or a yeah i think I, what do you what do you, how I, do you I, feel could, I could see i could yes. see both sides making sense like i understand where both sides are coming from you know it's there's no black and white answer i don't know if it was Is right or wrong but <laughs> i uh <laughs> i saw this one meme after the the fucking uh trial was over it was george zimmerman and his lawyers they were smiling and the words were like can't flim flam the zim zam like what the fuck <laughs> just be, dude like immediately the internet has no fucking conscience like immediately after well, he was guilty seconds. it was yeah, just like yeah yes. they were just like fucking uh i think it was just like naacp all-stars and it had like his attorneys there and it was just terrible terrible shit dude do, do, you, do you guys feel that like sometimes the the reaction or let's say the societal reaction the the outrage the is too far that's how i feel that's me personally i i i think yeah, sometimes it, it society it. yeah society fucking runs with shit not sometimes. that case though i mean it's tough to think a reaction is too far when a 16 year old gets followed and gunned down by somebody that is unpunished well although think, tragic know, i mean you know we don't hear his side of the story so it's hard to make a a judgment call like you know I think I think the judgment, side. yeah, and, and again, ultimately, I don't think he, you know, I don't think you can send him to jail, you know, because the way the law is, you really have to prove that he wasn't threatened, and, and it's impossible to prove how he felt. It's not alive. You know, it's and it's yeah, and it's it's a feeling, you know, like you said earlier, like if somebody's on top of me punching them in the face, and I have punching me in the face, and I have a gun, I'm probably going to shoot them, right? Know, because nobody's around. If if this guy told me, hey, I'm going to punch you. And then the fight's going to be over and I'm going to walk away. That's a different story. But if he's just on top of me attacking me, what happens when I go unconscious and I can't protect my head anymore or I can't protect my throat? You know, like you don't know what's going to end. You got to shoot him. It's like my life or your life at that point. Um, so I don't think you can send him to jail because you have to prove that wasn't the case. But I think the outrage comes so much because there are a lot of steps that led up to that that are easily if he had just made one out of five decisions differently it would have never happened you know what i'm saying yeah. and they were not not just like decisions that you'd have to make decisions that were like explicitly given to you i think that's where a lot of the outrage came like, like when the 911 operator says hey this is stop the situation following. stop following him you don't have any authority to be following him and we have the police come and handle it and you know just get out of there mind your business you know like it's going to be handled and everybody's going to be safe if you just stop doing what you're doing but when you like you want to take matters into his own hands to continue it well you know what it escalated yeah you're right you're you're absolutely right it, it just it was a very unnecessary step that it got to you know had he just followed directions i, I don't understand how it all translated into a white versus black thing oh, even I, though zimmerman was hispanic 
I can simplify that for you right now. If you look at a picture of Zimmerman and Trayvon, one yeah, is white and one is black. He's his, wasn't he Hispanic? A picture of him though. Like, look at what he looks like. You know, like it's it looks not like, like a white a, guy. It's like anything though. There's always races getting divided mm. by everything that happens nowadays. Well, that's true. It's all. It's somehow it always gets. And it doesn't. It shouldn't have to be that way. No, but I think there's right. a perception. There's a perception that there is a. There's whites and then there's minorities, but even in that class of minorities, there are still different, um, you know, like a, what's the word? Not like a totem pole, but, you know, a hierarchy of, of value. Not that, and again, I don't agree with that, but I think the perception is there's a hierarchy of minorities in the category of non-whites. You know, and I, I think based on the, out, like, uh, the media, based on the outlook of America, like it looks like the perception is blacks are at the bottom. So... If you have a, that's why it's always like white versus black. You know what I mean? So if a Spanish, like you said, George Zimmerman, and can you t- verify whether or not he is Spanish and how Spanish he is? Zimmerman sounds Hold Jewish. On. Because if I'm, we're not going to give him the, hey, I'm not white, I'm Spanish card if he's fucking 6%, you know, East European from Spain. It's white Hispanic. Mm, that's so vague, dude. What? That's super vague. I mean, vague. I know white Hispanics. I mean, there's your yeah, white friends that have back home in Jersey oh, shit, dude. that are, cool. I mean, like, if they if they didn't tell you that they were Hispanic, uh, uh, have an Hispanic ancestry, you'd be like, dude, you look like you're... And I think, it, you know, it's spun that way because, it, you know, it's easy to gain traction when it's when it divides yeah, races. It's a story. You know, like it's it's a, it'll sell. It's a story, exactly. It'll sell. It'll, it'll keep momentum. I mean, here it is now, what, fucking six years later? Five, we're six years later, we're still talking about it. Yeah. When did that happen, George? 2011? Huh? 13. Wow. Yeah, 13. Six years, dude. That's wild. And there were so many more like it, too. It's, But I think that was... Yeah, I wonder why that one started at all. Holder. Um, yeah, there was a couple other stories that came a out. A lot of the other ones were with cops, though. That was one that, you know, wasn't a cop. And I, I well, think he that... He thought he was. <laughs> yeah, obviously, dude. Right. He fucking not the best cop, if you ask me. Like, dude, come on, man. And I think of, and again, who knows how big the kid was, but I just, I can't picture ever, like, getting manhandled by a 16-year-old kid. Well, that's what you were saying earlier. If you're in a fight, if somebody catches catches a lucky shot on you, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how big you are, how, that, I mean, it plays into the overall scheme of things, but I mean, if a a 15-year-old kid came up to me and I'm not paying attention and Molly whops me, I'm going down. I'm 285 pounds. I'm going down, and he has. If if he gets on top of me, he could totally take advantage of that kind of scenario. So I mean, like, it is possible the way that Zimmerman was was describing it that this kid's on top of him. He's pounding his fucking face in. He felt like his life was threatened. True, you know, and then he fucking pops him. All right. Well, let's not beat a dead horse. How do you feel about the old that Cardi B situation? Drugging her fucking Johns and Did robbing them. Story today that the guy said <laughs> getting drugged and robbed by her is better listening to her music. Oh, yes. shit. <laughs> so, I, actually, I think that we probably that pretty valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, I mean, that shit was funny. Got a legit story though. I don't, man. I don't. I, I don't hate a couple of her songs. Mostly old school hip hop. Yeah. yeah. Hey, did you know about that that dude that that just died? That rapper that died. I've heard the name, but I don't know nothing about it. I've never heard the name, and I see I've like the way it's being before, talked about. And nothing about. I thought he was gone. I don't know the way everybody's posting. Yeah, the way it's being stuff. talked about is like, he's super relevant. I I don't really listen to any new hip hop or rap, but it seems like that's not really why his life has been celebrated so much, dude. It's you know what he did for the community and what he, he gave also back. Made a tweet earlier that morning before being shot. Something about yeah. enemies or whatever. 
Well, apparently he, he, he turned his life around over the course of his life. And not only that, I, I think he came out with music and kind of innovated how to market it. He was actually giving away his free, uh, so, something like this. He, he was at, no, he was charging a hundred dollars per like CD or something like that. Jay-Z ended up buying a hundred of them or something like that. You, you, can you pull up that story for me, George? Why, how he, like, totally changed how <laughs> who music he, is marketed. Who he is, what his name is. And, uh... Yeah, he released it for $100, and then Jay-Z bought $10,000 worth of copies. Or, or, yeah, something like that. And, like, he... Like, that kind of, like, solidified his his name in the hip-hop, like... Why did he release him for $100? That sounds like an expensive CD. Because he was giving away for... Something like that for free. He was give, giving his music away for free on some kind of platform or... And then he goes, everybody that's already a follower of mine, if you want the music, you got to pay $100 per whatever. And then he sold out. Like, Jay-Z ended up buying a whole bunch of them. And then... Can you look up the motive that? I just... I can't understand why you would just at one point decide that you can sell your CD for four times, you know... Regular CD is yeah. dollars probably. First of all, who the fuck's still buying CDs? Well, second like of all... That. It was in 2013. Okay. Oh, he's yeah. been around for that long, huh? He's been around for a while. How have I never heard of this guy? I've heard of other people too, like Lil, well, Lil Peep. You are like I've seen older. that name and shit. Oh, there's so many names. But there, there's yeah. names like History there's that names that just like ring world. a bell. If you say it, like I'll be like, all right, I've read that or heard it or you know seen a picture of somebody with that name on him. This what was this guy's name? N- Nessie Hustle, Nipsey Hustle. I've never even heard the name, but he sounds like he was a good dude. Like the way everybody's talking about him. I mean, like I have a daughter who's almost sixteen and she listens to all this new stuff. Nipsey Hustle, right? She coming out with these names I've never heard of half these people. Yeah, uh, I'm the same exact way. How, how old are you? Can you peep, uh, peep his most yeah. popular song, George? Let me hear a little, little clip. You can't even Google him. So you grew up like in the, the. It's he was in the West Coast hip hop scene in the mid 2000s. Is like when his notoriety was. Oh, so he's not like. Doesn't does he still make music? No, it's about the, the most of it's about like this community shit that he did with forever for the community. And gotcha. Okay, so all these. See, interesting. I, I have a problem with the with total empathetic views. Like, I, granted, I, obviously a guy lost his life, but Pete the Don, way that we idolize somebody like. Uh, granted, he's he's a, a famous rapper, but the way that we idolize is just it, it's kind of shameful to me. I mean, like I, I blame hip hop for hip hop's problems. Now, you grew up in the '90s. You know, you're 39 years old. You you know about Biggie and Tupac, and you were there. You you know, not there, but I'm saying like just like I was. That whole controversy. I mean, you can't talk. You can't glorify gunplay and being in the hood and being a gangster and and all that shit and then not expect for that to be a part of the culture. Like yeah, a lot of it comes full circle. What yeah, what they rap about. Yes, comes around and happens most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, like, and I'm not saying that Nipsey, whatever his name, Hustle, he was rapping about that. But if you're part of that culture, like, you know. I'm not saying everybody should be should you, you, hey expect to get shot. I'm saying yeah, you're not invincible. Yeah. yeah, and when you're when you're advertising parts of that culture, when when you th- when you're saying it, you know, it's cool to fucking drive around with guns and shit like that, and then you get popped. Well, you're a fucking idiot to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't necessarily blame, uh, you know, 
I look at it like the hip hop culture kind of created their own fucking problems, and now they're they sometimes they feel the wrath of that, yeah. and that might be insensitive to Nip, Nipsey. What's what's his name? Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle, bro. Hustle. Damn, I, that might be insensitive to the fact that like you know Nipsey he just Russell, but yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah, like to, to Tipsy Muscle, that, but Nipsey Hustle, like Titty Muscle. <laughs> hey, speaking of titties, you see that? Uh, Speaking of titties. That fucking massage spot in Pawtucket got closed down. They were giving out the happy endings. I was reading that. Two in Providence, too, over the weekend. Where are they, sir? Two of them just happened in Providence. Oh, they got shut down? God damn it. Do we have nothing for ourselves anymore? But I thought it was uh, interesting, dude. So I'm reading the article, and this fucking, you know, Harmony Spot in Pawtucket gets closed down because they're doing illegal prostitution, right, is what they call it. In the back. So, massage probably, it's fucking, you know, happy ending massage is all it is. And I'm seeing all of the employees that got arrested in their fucking, I'm like, what, bro? Like, I couldn't pronounce one of them. I'm like, yeah, I, well, they're all like Asian women, obviously. But they're. Obviously, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's it was a Chinese massage parlor. So, East so, Indian women don't jerk off other people? So, I'm like, fuck it. But they're not like, put it this way. If you were going to pay to have a woman jerk you off. You'd probably have a a set standard of like physical requirements that you'd want her to meet, beauty wise, right? Like you wouldn't uh, just go. <laughs> you're getting jerked off in the back of a place in Pawtucket. I'm pretty sure you're <laughs> your, Dude, your standard is pretty low. <laughs> and that fucking low standard, bro. She they're, has hands. They're, yeah, <laughs> she's but I was alive. Like, I was shocked because I'm like, dude. At, at this point, it's like just go watch porn and jerk yourself off. Why are you paying to have this? You know, woman that is not that attractive jerk you off. What's the point? Maybe she gave a good massage, bro. Do you like really like seriously? If some, if a it didn't make sense to me. If a hand came out of a fucking hole and jerked you off, would you care? Like, who cares what they look like? I just use my own hand. Well, I'm saying if you didn't, what if that hand's a dude's hand? There's a lot of. If I don't see what it is, it's a lot of things could go wrong, man. I. Yeah. What if it's a fucking paw? Who gives a shit? (laughs) Rubber. Rubber. Dog paw come out of the thing. Oh, you got a sick mind, bro. I do. Sick, I do. sick mind. You ever been in one of those spots? A little happy, no, happy I, ending massage parlor? Bro, I can't. I don't get into all that. Like, and I'm not knocking anybody that does. Actually, I know some friends that go. They frequent them all day, every day. Who? I'm not mentioning names, <laughs> but um, I can't. I can't get into that. I just, you know, I don't know what it is. I'm just like, I don't know. It's a weird My thing, man. Like a marshmallow. It's a weird thing that. What? It's a weird thing that the massage is completely legal, right? They're touching you, rubbing your skin, doing whatever they want. But the second they touch a certain piece of skin on your body, now the government deems that illegal. You can no longer do this. they're not taxing on it. You can no longer do this. The whole massage is okay, but the second you decide to give him pleasure in a way that is really good pleasure, you can't do it anymore. I mean, the whole make it legal and tax them on, and they'll be fine with it. That's right. Do you you think prostitution should be legal? Within limits, I'm assuming you, you gotta be tested frequently. I'm assuming. Well, regulated go around fucking. Yeah, but wouldn't that everybody. wouldn't? But wouldn't that be on the? Um, the I mean, that, yeah, the not not the customers, but the place of business. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Yeah, and it, it could be just like how well, you, you know your establishment dog prostitute. You right? could. I don't. I don't. Any dog. Any prostitutes ever. <laughs> but it's just like your place. You know, your place of business. The. Um, it's just like your place. The health <laughs> inspector. Condom breaks. <laughs> the health inspector comes in and gives you guidelines that you have to follow. You know what I mean? That it could be the same thing for a place that, like a brothel. 
You know, it's just a it's a weird fucking societal taboo thing we have on sex. Like it's so bad. Yeah. Think of prostitution, dude. There's no more pure and mutually beneficial transaction ever, dude. Like you're getting exactly what you want and you're okay with paying for it. She's getting paid for it. It's like, dude, it's such a consenting adult transition. I mean, um, transaction like I don't understand why it's illegal. It should be legal. Along with many other fucking things like drug use and I mean, like yeah, like if you're a consenting adult, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. I uh, I agree with you. I. Mm. Anyways, you got anything else, man? Ricky, anything for us? Oh, All right, let's wrap this bitch <laughs> up. Yeah, let's, let's wrap this bitch up, man. It's been going for a little bit. Beer anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to say thanks for coming, man. You know, I, I appreciate it. It's been fun. We uh learned a little bit about you that I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, other than that, Legends, guys, what's the address? Park Ave. 1458 Park Ave. 1458 Park Ave. You find them on Facebook. Uh, I can tell you personally, man, that the food there is phenomenal. It's uh, I don't usually go, like Jay said earlier, something about bar food. You know, if I go to a bar, I expect bar food. But I know if I go to Legends, I can get an actual good fucking meal. Um, reasonably priced, too. You know, it's not nothing crazy. Uh, other than that, you know, thanks for listening. And we out this bitch. Cool. All right, guys, thank you for listening to episode 16. And just to wrap this up, uh, thank you to our endorsers, Division Street Auto, Tops Electric Showroom and Gallery, Oneyville Tire, JW and Son Construction, and Donkey Dodgers Poker. Um, if you need to contact any of them, and just remember that if you mention the J Squared podcast, you heard the ad on the J Squared podcast. You will get a discount. Um, And if you need to contact them, just listen to the beginning of this episode. All right, guys. Thank you.